Talk Radio. During the biggest fire catastrophe in Canadian history, on June 2nd, there were over 100 forest fires in Quebec, with 10 of them out of control. The province's fire prevention agency says it only has the ability to fight 30 fires. This massive outbreak of fires was captured by longtime geological watchdog YouTube channel, Dutch Sensei. Here's last night. Here's today. All of Southeast Quebec just caught on fire, guys. All of it. Insane. Insane. Look at that. The whole thing. All at once. Michael Janich of the Dutch Sensei Channel has been monitoring earthquakes and other geological activity for years, successfully predicting earthquakes and issuing warnings when the USGS won't. Janich has often reported on fires that break out along the edge of the plate craton, or fires that break out around volcanoes. All the way across central Mexico from over here, following all the way across over to here. All fires, all at once, all yesterday, not normal. We don't normally see this. So that being said, I want to just show you what's there, and we'll just go zoom in from over here all the way across to here. Let's just zoom in in the middle. Well, we could start over on the left side, or in the middle, you'll see a bunch of little dots on the ground. As I zoom in, you'll see they're changed from dots to actual volcanoes. These are all volcanoes. Every single one of these, the big ones and the small ones. And he's captured images of what appears to be directed energy weapons sparking California wildfires in 2020. But the fires from last week were not along the edge of the craton or near a volcano, as far as we know. The only other explanations would be that it was man-made and there was no sign of a directed energy weapon. It's not just a Canadian forest fire problem anymore. I'm going to have to say it, guys. It looks like you got a problem going on up there that might be related to, I don't know. What do you think? You think that these fires might be related to, I don't know. What do you think? Terrorism? Directed energy weapon? War? The Russians? Chinese? What? Our, ourselves? All the above? Wouldn't that be this level? You're going to burn out everybody? You're going to burn out all the na- natural wildlife and everything? Come on, man. Even if you're an anarchist or something, come on, guys. Look, dude, I don't see you burning down the Federal Reserve. Not that you want to. I'm not telling you to. I didn't say that. There was evidence of arson in the American West Coast wildfires. And U.S. climate czar John Kerry just called out for his instinct rebellion mob to be more militant. We have to fight on multiple fronts simultaneously. This is the biggest organizational effort that I think we have faced, um, certainly since World War II, but perhaps ever. We gotta push more. We gotta be more militant, maybe. Just like California and Australia, these fires will be blamed on cow farts and human civilization. The captured government of Canada is telling the people to stay out of the woods. They are ignoring volunteer firemen and asking Trudeau for the military and foreign workers to rebuild. 
The New World Order needs an excuse to lock us down one more time. And this could be it. Burning people out of their homes is an old tactic used for stealing their land. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Folks, as always, you can find and share that video at band.video. Fantastic stuff. All of South Quebec simultaneously erupted in flames. What do you think it what do you think it could possibly have been? I mean, aside from direct energy weapons, I don't even get how you coordinate. I mean, they all erupted within 10 minutes across the entire province. Like unless this was a military operation. I'm, I'm at a loss. Who knows? All I know is that you need to eat bugs. You need to kill all your cows, and you can't go 15 minutes away from your home without express uh, permission from the government. That'll save us, I'm sure. We'll be back, folks. Talk about all this and more. Don't go anywhere. It's Thursday, June 8th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this scene, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. A lot to talk about today. We'll be taking your phone calls. Of course, we'll be joined in the third hour by Ethan Schmidt. He's the... I guess it depends on where you're coming from. Brave patriot standing up against the corporate indoctrination of children or the domestic terrorist showing disrespect to our state religion, the blasphemer against the LGBT cult. He's the guy that goes around Target and knocks down the rainbow signs. It's pretty hilarious. We'll talk to him about it. We'll talk about a lot of other stuff, too. A lot of stuff about Ukraine again today. More fallout from the dam collapse. No nuclear fallout quite yet. No literal fallout to speak of yet. But we'll see. We'll see about that, and we'll look at some of the reaction to that. Let's just begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 8th of June, 2023. Air quality concerns continue as Canadian wildfire smoke covers the Northeast. After a day of orange haze that cast a pall over New York City, obscuring some of the country's best-known landmarks with smoke from Canadian wildfires, New Yorkers and others were in store for another day of bad air Thursday. The smoke in major metro areas, including Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., really all over the Northeast was expected to continue through the day and cause unhealthy air for all groups, the National Weather Service said. Mayor Eric Adams called the situation unprecedented with air quality advisories in place for all five boroughs of the city of more than 8 million people. Absolutely apocalyptic images coming out of uh, New York City. And it's, it seems like a joke, but the Democrats are literally blaming this on, on climate change. It's beyond description so bizarre president biden blamed this on climate change chuck schumer gave a speech where he was blaming this on climate change it's just just what they don't even they don't even try to like connect it to climate change it's just any negative or or, you know detrimental weather event from now on is because 
you like electricity, I guess. It's because you don't eat bugs. That's why all of these things are happening. They don't even try to come up with some sort of roundabout circuitous justification for that claim like they do with something like CO2. We can take like nine leaps of logic and actually have some semblance of justification for saying that it's climate change. But in this case, it's just somebody starts a fire. That's climate change. (laughs) It's just how it happens. A hurricane hits the coast. That's also climate change. Tornadoes that have existed all of time. No, now it's down there. Climate change. Volcano erupting, probably climate change. It's all climate change. Don't ask questions. Just shut up and surrender your sovereignty because climate change. We'll get into that a little bit more, into a little bit more detail later. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, this guy, Karkova Dam, is from The Guardian. Zelensky visits flood-hit region and criticizes international response. Just the whiner-in-chief of Volodymyr Zelensky. You blew up your own dam. Dude, we get it. We know. It's not that complicated to figure out. But it's just, it's never like, just... It's just always our fault with this guy. Just everything that happens, it's because we haven't given him enough money. Just everything. Ever know anybody like this in your own life? Probably not, because you probably wouldn't be friends with him anymore. But yeah, uh, Zelensky visited the flood-hit southern region to evaluate the damage of the breach and severely criticized the UN and the Red Cross, who he said they weren't helping the relief effort. Uh, It's an active war zone, Zelensky. And this is an active war zone of your own making, so um, maybe deal with it yourself. Or just resign and let this war end. These are options that you have, but no, they're just like, it's like two hours after the dam explodes. Zelensky's just like, where are they? Why aren't they helping? Why aren't people from thousands of miles away totally unrelated to us? Why aren't they doing all of this work? Why aren't they protecting us and helping us and giving us even more billions of dollars? Just this whiny little scumbag. We'll get into him a little bit more later, but we'll move on for now. Oversight Chairman Halt's plan to advance Ray contempt proceedings following deal over FBI document. House Oversight Chairman uh, James Comer is scrapping his plans to hold FBI Director Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress after the two sides reached an agreement over an FBI document that includes an unverified allegation that Joe Biden, while vice president, was involved in a bribery scheme involving a foreign national. Comer, a Kentucky Republican, accepted the FBI's offer to allow all members on the House Oversight Panel to view the internal law enforcement document he finally su- he initially subpoenaed, known as FD-1023, in exchange for halting contempt proceedings. The FBI will also make two additional documents available to Comer and the top Democrat on the panel, Representative Jamie Raskin, according to Comer's statement announcing the agreement. As a result of the deal, Comer removed Thursday's schedule committee meeting to refer Ray for contempt from the schedule, which I, I don't like. I don't like this. The dude is still in contempt. He still did not meet your demands for not holding him in contempt. You coward. This is like the, the, the red line. He's like, you have to provide, you have to do these things. We are Congress. We are the oversight. We are your bosses. So do this or we're going to hold you in contempt. We're going to use our power as granted to us by our voters to make sure that you're doing things in an appropriate way. They don't do what he demands, but they've come to some sort of middling agreement. Hold him in contempt. Why not? What, what 
what do you have to lose? This man obviously holds you in contempt. He obviously does have contempt for Congress. This is like kind of a sort of like defining struggle of the American actually elected government to retain its constitutional authority over the deep state. This isn't really about getting to see a document or not. It's about whether the American people have control over the government or whether the government has control of the people. Maybe you should start treating this with the seriousness that it deserves. Get into that a little later as well. But hey, speaking of just an out of control, completely, completely rogue FBI Twitter files say the FBI worked with Ukraine to censor Twitter users, including journalists. The FBI sent Twitter an email from a Ukrainian intelligence asking the social media platform to ban journalists and users critical of Ukraine and turn over their user, user data specified during the registration, according to the later Twitter files leak. The FBI aided in a Ukrainian intelligence effort to ban Twitter users and collect their data. Twitter declined to censor journalists targeted by Ukraine, including Aaron Mate. In March 2022, a FBI special agent sent Twitter a list of accounts on behalf of the SBU, Ukraine's main intelligence agency. The accounts the FBI wrote are suspected by the FBU in spreading fear and disinformation. Just open censorship, this time on behalf of a foreign government by our FBI. Absolutely traitorous. Absolutely traitorous people running our country. I just, I, again, I really just can't even, can't even fathom how we got to this place and, and why nobody else seems to be treating this with the seriousness it deserves. It's like they're watching a ball game or something. Oh, well, we'll do this move, and then they'll do this move, and then we'll come to an agreement over here, and then we'll do this over here. And it's like, how about you assert your authority over the FBI before we are just irrevocably and, and irreversibly under the control of unelected, unaccountable, shadowy, deep state actors. How about we just take this country back rather than play footsie with the people trying to destroy us? Can we do that, please, for the love of God? Finally, we have this story. California Senate passes bill preventing employees to confront shoplifters. Last week, the California Senate passed a bill that makes it illegal for businesses to require their employees to confront shoplifters. Senate Bill 553, introduced by uh, State Senator Dave Cortese, focuses on strengthening the occupational safety by addressing workplace violence and expanding the scope of protection and prevention measures. In other words, they came out and announced that they would not charge shoplifters under a certain amount. That boosted shoplifting. That made it unsafe for the workers. Now they're punishing the workers. The dynamic duo is finally back in stock. I gotta say, Batman is the triiodine X3, and Robin is the ultimate krill oil. These two things together synergistically do things to your cells and your body and your heart and your lungs and your arteries and your veins and just everything. They are incredible. The triiodine is essential to live. The ultimate krill oil does amazing things to your brain, your whole body. I love the dreams it gives me, but I take a couple capsules before I go to bed. These are amazing products. They're both back in stock. One is 40% off. The other is 25% off. You need to experience X3 finally back in stock. Sold out for more than six months at InfoWarsTore.com. And I would particularly advise you to experience it with the Ultimate Krill Oil. These things together are amazing. They are synergistic. 
X3, Ultimate Krill Oil, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen this is the american journal talk about these wildfires that are happening in canada what could be the cause of these wildfires what could it possibly be now the democrats are eager to tell us that it's climate change what's their justification for that who could possibly say it's hot Fire's hot? I mean, I don't know. It's sort of complicated, I guess. <laughs> it's, honestly, what, what, is their, what is their justification for saying that this is climate change? I mean, it literally just makes no sense. Like, even if you believe in climate change, if you are fully bought into the climate change narrative, how are wildfires a result of climate change? Maybe if it's like temperature actually raises a lot, but even you know the temperature raising the whole reason why they fearmonger about that is because the ice would melt and the water would rise which isn't happening well um climate change is right they're their catch all blanket statement yeah. but they're uh, going on the assumption that uh certain climates would become more arid or more dry right yeah, as uh, as weather patterns change because it's climate change maybe like eventually that would happen but it's not like it's not like a one degree temperature change this year means the entire forest is ready to explode, right? Have I you mean, seen an inconvenient truth? <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, get, we need Al Gore on the line. Get Al Gore on the emergency phone. Maybe he can explain this to us. We should pull the videos. Chuck Schumer gave a, a statement about this. I don't know if I can say a speech, but certainly a statement. And the videos from. The smoke that this is causing is absolutely incredible. We can go down to clip number seven. Is a time lapse of wildfire smoke consuming the World Trade Center in the New York City skyline. Let's watch that. You see the New York City skyline just engulfed in smog until it's uh, no longer visible. But you know what? Seeing great distances is frankly white supremacy. Why should you expect to have clear air when there are places like Delhi in India that are smoggy all the time? You ever seen Beijing? Yeah, they have to put up like giant TV screens showing a CGI version of Beijing in nice weather so tourists can have something to take a picture of. 
because they're constantly shrouded in smog. And that's just the way things are supposed to be. And if you think that you are so privileged that you deserve to see a great distance, no. No, sweetie. Actually, that's your white supremacy talking, and you are supposed to not be able to see more than like a city block. That's the future. NBC News has the story. Air quality concerns continue as wild uh, as Canadian wildfire smoke covers the Northeast after a day of orange haze, haze that cast a pall over New York City, obscuring some of the country's best-known landmarks with smoke from Canadian wildfires. New Yorkers and others were in, a, in store for another bad day of air Thursday. Day of bad air Thursday. The smoke in major metro areas, including Boston, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere, is expected to continue through the day and cause unhealthy air for all groups, the National Weather Service said. It is absolutely unprecedented, this event taking place. And I'd seen the video, and we, we played it a little bit yesterday. I think maybe we even mentioned it the day before. Of the satellite image of all of these fires starting simultaneously, literally all at once in various different locations. Here's the video here. It was a video that is like so crazy and inexplicable that I didn't even play it because I wanted to do more research. It's the type of thing that it's so like, it's like too blatant, like too good to be true kind of thing where I see this and I'm like, I can't, I can't go to air with this. I can't just show this video and say, look, this is real. This is what's that. Cause I got to do some research. Cause it looks too good to be true. It looks like this is something fake. If you were trying to make something to cause, you know, a conspiracy where there wasn't one, like you would make something like this, but apparently it's real. Apparently it's real. I just couldn't, I couldn't confirm it at the time. So I didn't want to show it without being sure, but I guess it's, this is legit. It's been confirmed here. You're seeing it. If you're a TV viewer, you're not for the radio viewers. I mean, it's just a satellite image of an entire province, the entire province of Quebec, which is a huge, huge province. And these fires all start simultaneously at exactly the same time across the entire thing, entire province. This comes from a YouTube video, and of course, this is why InfoWars is so valuable because while I'm trying to cover all, you know, big swath of news and trying to cover a little bit of everything, uh, we've got Greg Reese who can just dedicate the resources to actually investigating this, and he came out with that great video that we played in the first five minutes of this hour. But let's go to uh, clip number uh, 13 here. Satellite images show that fires erupted in Quebec all started at exactly the same time. Here's the uh, YouTube I believe this from Wide Awake Media is where I first got this, um, but let's watch and we'll, we'll hear the breakdown. Look up here in the upper right-hand corner. Watch this throughout the day today. A giant outbreak of fires has taken place across a whole Canadian province all at once. Look up to the northeast, up here in Quebec. All of Quebec just caught on fire all at once on a clear day. I would say this would be some kind of terrorism of some kind or an attack. Here it is. Here we are. I'm going to let the images load. You can see this morning it's clear. Just partly cloudy skies. Nothing really crazy going on there. And then, well, there's last night. Here's today. All of southeast Quebec just caught on fire, guys. All of it. Insane. Insane. Look at that. The whole thing. 
all at once. So that, that I guess that was from the Dutch Sense YouTube video. Gregory says Sensei. I always thought it was Dutch Sense. But yeah, you can see it. So, I mean, this is one of those things where, like, any normal person, any reasonable, logical person would watch that video and go, this is a mystery. This is something that needs to be explained. Something is happening here that's not natural, that's not normal, and we need some sort of answer as to what's going on here. Of course, that's not the way the mainstream media is covering it, and nobody in the, in the media at all, as far as I can tell, even pointing out how strange and bizarre this is. They are all very quick to claim it's climate change, try to use it to progress that idea. I can't believe, can you imagine being somebody that buys into the climate change agenda? Just living in constant like, fear and apprehension and just everything that happens, you think it's humanity's fault. And, you know, it's just this, this constant like fear porn propaganda that comes across is, is totally absurd. But this is really just the beginning. So all we, all we know is that all of these wildfires broke out across Quebec all at exactly the same time. I have no good explanation for this other than a coordinated attack. If anybody has any better ideas, I mean, what else could it be? Was there a meteor that broke up and you had flaming bits of space rock fall down and cause these fires? It'd be the only natural thing I could imagine that would actually cause this. But that's not what happened, is it? No, what happened is these fires were probably set and we have a whole lot of Past evidence of that happening point to this conclusion. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's not just wide-spectrum nat- natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. Should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Rainforce Plus is great. Rainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, a mystery, a mystery is afoot. We have a mystery to solve. What has caused all of the state of Quebec to erupt into flames at exactly the same time? Like, exactly the same time. Not on the same day, but within like 10 minutes of each other. It's all, They almost happen so simultaneously that it's like... I mean, was this a military operation? Everybody set their watches 
They're all on, a, on, a, on one big group call, ready to light the fire at exactly the same time. It, it absolutely makes no sense. Of course, this isn't suspicious at all, I guess, to the people in authority. No, they're certain that this is climate change. I just, I can't, I, I mean, what? Just what? I, I just can't even, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to deal with these people. Like, I don't know how to deal with people like this. It, it makes no sense. I mean, just none of this makes any sense. Here's what President Biden said. Uh, Yesterday, this was yesterday evening, uh, President Biden says, uh, we've deployed more than 600 U.S. firefighters, support personnel and equipment to support Canada as they respond to record wildfires, events that are intensifying because of the climate crisis. Uh, But what? Again, they've got this narrative, the, the poly crisis, of which the primary one is the climate crisis that they say causes a whole bunch of other crises as well, as well as a mental health crisis. They're very concerned about your mental health, how that affects especially things like, you know, people like children who don't know any better and are being raised, told that their very existence is destroying the earth and killing all the cute little animals. Just traumatizing everyone. And, of course, the solution is um, central bank digital currency and vaccines, I'm sure. Again, I, just, I literally don't even know how to deal with this. Do we, did y'all pull in the um, Chuck Schumer? Let's go to this Chuck Schumer speech. Here's Chuck Schumer blaming these wildfires on, on climate change as well. Just, I mean, you want to talk about a conspiracy theory. These people, it's not even, this is like somebody that just really thinks that like aliens are behind everything, (laughs) right? I mean, you might as well just say aliens are like Bigfoot, like just replace climate change with Bigfoot. And that's, that's why I have a hard time dealing with this. Like, can you imagine living in a world where the president of the United States was like, we've deployed 600 U.S. firefighters to support Canada as they respond to record wildfires, events that are intensifying because of Bigfoot. You're just like... What? Like I can't like argue against that. It's just it's just baffling. So I don't I don't know what to do here. So here's Chuck Schumer uh, telling everybody that that Bigfoot is behind the wildfires. Let's watch. These Canadian wildfires are truly unprecedented, and we cannot ignore that climate change continues to make these disasters worse. Warmer temperatures and severe droughts mean forests burn faster, burn hotter, and burn bigger. And the warming is happening at a faster pace in countries with higher latitudes. None of this, none of this is coincidence. This smoke and fog over New York and the rest of the Northeast is a warning from nature that we have a lot of work to do to reverse the destruction of climate change. Again, so just baselessly blaming this on climate change has literally nothing to do with it, but that's what they're going to say. So let's get into what this might actually have been caused by. This is a very interesting article by John Carter, uh, Canada Burning, on barsoom.substack.com. 
He says, uh, normally this hour I'd be at the gym. However, I woke up to the smell of wood smoke in a sky that looks like, you know, just uh, orange smog. The air quality is noticeably terrible. It doesn't feel like a great time for devotions in the Iron Temple. There are currently over 100 fires raging throughout Quebec and now Ontario. The number goes up every time I go to check Google. Last time I saw it was around 160. The closest is just over 100 kilometers from where this author is located. Wildfires on this scale at this point in the year are, in my experience, unprecedented. Tens of thousands of people in outlying communities have already been evacuated. So far, about 3.5 million hectares have already burned. This is hugely damaging. But you can see from this graph the typical path that – uh, wildfire uh, hotspots would be uh, would take and just a massive ride i mean it, this is this is like you're looking at a you know chart of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated and covid i mean this is it's noticeable it's obvious it's extreme and unprecedented at least in the near history so as you can see, we're not only we're on track for the worst wildfire season on record, the temporal pattern is completely out of step with what we normally see. And every other year, wildfire season is mid-August, mid-July at the earliest. The beginning of June is unheard of. Uh, of course, the usual suspects are blaming this on the climate emergency slash crisis slash catastrophe. Carbon dioxide concentrations have finally gotten out of hand. The tipping point has been reached and Canada is burning as a result. Q Greta waving her hands in the air like a Ron Paul meme. It's happening. You should have eaten the bugs, damn you. A cricket a day keeps the wrath of Earth Mammy at bay. <laughs> Again, totally ridiculous. But let's look into some uh, precedent for this and uh, even some occurrences in Canada this year that may point to what could be behind this. From the 2nd of June, just you know, under a week ago, RCMP believes three fires in Pictou County early Friday were deliberately set. These are fires in Alma, Granton, and Mount William. They say they respond to a call of a structure fire on uh, Highway 4. An hour later, a second fire was reported in Granton. A third fire was reported a short time later in Mount William. RCMP learned that recycling bags had been set on fire at the side of the road in that case. The Mounties say their initial investigation determined all three fires were the result of arson. Authorities are now asking anyone with information about the incidents to contact police. So obviously these fires are still raging. The investigations haven't been done, but those that have been investigated have been seen to be arson. Alberta RCMP searched for suspect in Grand Prairie arson. This from the 3rd of June. I believe this is a different fire than the ones we just covered, but a fourth fire was started by arson witnesses report seeing a man wearing all black with a white shirt around his shoulder lighting the fire and walking away from the scene wearing wearing the antifa uniform i guess lighting things on fire cold lake area man facing 10 arson charges after a string of wildfires this is from may of this year on april 30th 2023 police arrested and charged john cook with 10 counts of arson as he was remanded into custody and set to appear in court on may 10th in cold lake Okay, so what's that? Uh, what's the count up to? 14 fires this year in the last two months, all started by arson. Interesting. Woman arrested and charged with multiple counts of arson. This is from last year, actually, May 2022. Uh, multiple counts of arson following a joint investigation between BC RCMP and BC Wild Service. Uh, started multiple, she's a 42 year old woman. Uh, multiple fires she started that uh, raged out of control. Woman arrested for intentionally setting fires in woods near Sook, uh, British Columbia. This from, again, the end of May this year. So just more. So, so far in June and May of this year, you had the three fires, not one area, 
another search for an arsonist that was seen wearing all black uh, with a, a shirt over his shoulders, starting a fire and walking away. And then another guy arrested for starting 10 fires in May. And then another woman uh, starting fires elsewhere in British Columbia at the end of May. So, I mean, this is a trend now. I mean, this has gone from you know, singular out of context or out of you know, pattern uh, events to something is, is happening here. Why in two months do you have, I mean, I don't even know how many, she, she's two, so that's, what are you, 16 now? 16 fires in just the last two months, all that have been car- caused by arson. And then you have all of Quebec erupt in flames in what seems to be a coordinated arson attack on the entire province. But that's just the beginning. There's a lot more to get into on the other side. So stay with us. We'll tell you about what's actually happening and how the media is actually trying to cover it up for some reason. That's weird. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3 has been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Talking about these wildfires, what could have caused them? We're just treating this like anybody should, just. Very suspicious outbreak of unexplained fires across the entire province. Totally unnatural. Maybe we should look into who could be behind it, since it seems to be the work of human invention, some sort or another. Now, it's not speculation. Time is something that we really have to go into the past for, although there is a lot of precedent to this. 
But again, in just the last two months, less than that, right, the, the last month and a week, so the 8th of June, these all happened in May and June of this year. So in May and June of this year, RCMP believes three fires in Pictou County early Friday were deliberately set. That's Alma, Granton, and Mount William fires were all deliberately set, they say. No suspects in that case. Then you have the Alberta RCMP searching for a suspect in the Grand Prairie arson. That would be a fourth uh, arson attempt. You have a Cold Lake area man facing 10 arson counts after a string of wildfires. Again, this May of this year, 10 wildfires starting uh, because of arson. And, you know, there's an article a couple years ago about how basically all of the fires in California were all started by humans. But it was always sort of waffling, always sort of vague on whether it was arson or whether it was just people camping. So it was human started, but it was an accident. Either way, you know, it's either like homeless people camping and not taking care of their camping site and starting fires. Or it's there's like videos of citizens confronting people were like caught trying to start fighters uh, fires in california this is like a kind of common thing in california and greg reese mentioned that in his report about the california wildfires but specifically in canada this is a trend that extends there as well a woman arrested and charged with multiple counts of arson again uh, well this was may of last year actually so it does continue charges laid in a series of intentionally set alberta wildfires Residential arsons, this again, May 4th of this year. Cold Lake RCMP, Alberta Forestry and Parks. Okay, so just not exactly a ridiculous thing to believe when you have such overwhelming precedent. May of this year, once again, just a little over a week ago, woman arrested for intentionally setting fires in the woods near Sook, B.C. I mean, that's like 20 examples in the last... 30 days of wildfires being set intentionally by arsonists in Canada. Just in case you were wondering, it's easy to find this information. You know, you do go to Google and you type wildfire arson Canada and all of these pop up. This is the depth of research that we're able to achieve here. It's really not like none of this is even that difficult to find. It's just the mainstream media wants to call it climate change and sort of flies in the face of climate change when you have people starting wildfires on purpose. Some of these people start quite a few. Alberta woman faces 32 arson charges after wildfire investigation. Now, this was in 2021, but the offenses took place over the span of two months, and this one woman started no less than 32 uh, wildfires. A 54-year-old woman from Glendon, Alberta. It's just like this just happens constantly, I guess. Pretty wild, pretty insane. Of course, the mainstream media is very concerned that you might notice this. This is from 2020, but it shows that this phenomenon is not new by any means. New York Times, false rumors that activists set wildfires exasperate officials. Law enforcement agencies said claims on social media that anti-fascist activists had set fires on the West Coast were unfounded. But, of course, they weren't, and actually many of those fires were investigated and 
did find that they were started on purpose and the people arrested were in fact associated with Antifa or left-wing causes and they had started those fires on purpose. But before they investigate it, right there, the New York Times is writing articles saying it's, this isn't this isn't what happened. What's happening? Stop trying to protect your neighborhood because that's what would happen. Is you had people posting videos and statements saying I saw somebody start this fire. I saw people dressed in black, like Antifa types, starting this fire and running away. Just, you know, the whole Antifa get up, and then the, you know that would spread on social media, and so people around these areas would see like suspicious characters going into the woods not dressed for the woods right clearly just like some hipsters who live downtown going into the woods with no gear or anything dressed in all black taking their lighters into the woods and the you know citizens would go confront them and be like what the hell are you doing get out of here you're trying to start fires and since they would stop them from starting the fires people could go i didn't start a fire what me no i would never and it doesn't get investigated and it goes on so i mean this is like a very regular thing very, very regular thing, but it may have been exasperated by something. It may have been made worse by another aspect of the liberal mind virus. This revelation comes from L, some B I know, regular guest on the show. She says, are we just pretending like this didn't happen? And links two articles, uh, one of which says this, women's fire conference in Banff aims to break down barriers in male-dominated industry. I've had lots of uh, candid conversations with women that are really struggling, that face misogyny, sexism, discrimination, unfortunately harassment and assault, who want to leave the service. They have to change things in order to, you know, save the feelings of the women that want to fight fires, I guess. So they did. They lowered the standards. They move things around instead of having the dudes that do this extremely well. You have activist women saying that if you don't let me do this, that means you're misogynist. So they let them do it. Now the whole state is on fire. Plans for BAMP's main prescribed burn on hold after fire gets out of control. This was, I don't see a date here. It says it was yesterday, but I think that's because this article was uh, archived at some point. So I'm not sure exactly what the date is on this. But this is uh, essentially the outcome of the last one that you saw, right? Step one, a woman complains that because she's a woman, she's not allowed to be in charge of the firefighting crew. The leftist activists force the people to go, all right, fine, you can do it, I guess. What's the worst that could happen? And then you have uncontrolled, supposedly, you know, supposed to be controlled burns that just get out of hand. Quote, it's unfortunate that the prescribed burn became out of control because we, firm, uh, because we fully understand that these things can happen due to southern weather, weather shifts in the mountains, said Banff Fire Chief Silvio Adamo. Yeah, it's just one of those things that happens, right? Just one of those things. This also happened in uh, New Mexico earlier this year. Was it last year? Yeah, it was May of last year. U.S. Forest Service planned burn... Planned burn caused the largest New Mexico wildfire. The Calf Canyon and Hermit Park, uh, Hermit Peaks fire, which emerged, started as prescribed burns intended to prevent wildfires, federal officials said. It's just like a regular thing that happens when you have just incompetent, overstretched government trying to do things that they're not qualified for, I guess. This was wildfire in northeastern, uh, northern New Mexico that destroyed nearly 
well, at least 330 homes and displaced thousands of people. It was caused by the U.S. Forestry Service. That was the official line from the uh, federal fire investigators. And you have things like this from last year as well. Serial arsonist admits to setting wildfires in California forests, officials say. Don't you love the kind of before and after? Don't you love jumping from like New York Times? False rumors that activists set wildfires exasperate officials. And it's like, uh, and actually it was a serial arsonist that admitted to setting the wildfires in California and the people claiming that were right the entire time. And the New York Times was in a way sort of complicit with this by demonizing and attacking the people who had noticed what was going on and were trying to prevent it. But it was probably climate change. But probably you should cull your cows. We should sell all of our farmland to China so they can raise gene modified pigs in an apartment building rather than you know have cows wandering around on a grass field that's the real issue here in this article from um, john carter on barsoom.substack points out how ridiculous this climate change narrative is uh, pointing out that uh, this year is not unseasonably warm or dry compared to historic averages everything's actually fairly normal as it always has been However, then you have this amazing coincidence of these massive fires erupting across all of Canada at exactly the same time. And it fits in with the pattern that we've seen over the last couple years of just about every wildfire at the end of the day going back to liberal activists probably trying to, you know, save the world from climate change by starting fires. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand. Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. We are going to move on from the wildfire topic. There's a lot of other stuff to discuss, including other ecological disasters caused by the United States government and then blamed on somebody else. You know, things like the Nord Stream pipeline or the dam that just exploded. I think that's that's really the point of this. There's nothing these people think is too far. There, there's nothing... That these people would would blanch at and go, oh, ooh, well, we can't do that. No, I mean, they're you, you realize we're dealing with just a superlative evil here. Just they, it's like impossible to explain. I mean, they're just they're just evil. They're just willing to do anything because they're like religious fanatics. They're insane. 
So we will move on, but I want to read some of this article because I really think he lays it out well. Again, Barsoom, B-A-R-S-O-O-M dot substack dot com. Canada Burning is the name of the article. He says, you know, there's no there's no pattern here. He said, if that was the case, you'd expect last month to have been both unseasonably warm and dry compared to historical averages. But he says, where I am, nothing has felt particularly out of the ordinary. We had a warm week or so at the end of May, and while it hasn't rained much in the last two weeks, it rained plenty before that. That said, it was something of a dry winter and a bad wildfire season was expected out of the Rockies, out in the Rockies, due to the lack of uh, precipitation. But then there's this satellite footage, which has been getting shared around that we've played quite a few times. It really is an amazing coincidence that all those fires would start at more or less the same time. Perhaps if there had been an epic lightning storm blanking the area, which there wasn't, or maybe a particular, particularly large shower of meteors. Although a cosmic impactor swarm large enough to set fires to the country would presumably have been seen by a lot of people. And there were only two reports for 2023 of the whole of Canada, the most recent being out of Alberta. Okay, So it probably wasn't one of those two things. And this is just how you actually solve a mystery. You go, okay, something happened here that were requires explanation let's go through and see what fits and what doesn't so far none of the natural occurrences fit he goes on to say the only other way i can imagine that you'd have that many fires starting with such perfect synchronization is via coordinated human activity if you go on social media the other narrative vying for supremacy is the climate change crisis shrieking is that most uh is that this is most deliberately mostly deliberate arson yes that's a crazy conspiracy theory it's one of the It's one that at least some police share. However, with local news in British Columbia, Alberta, and Nova Scotia reporting arrests of active or active investigations of suspicious activity, the Alberta government has assigned just under half of the wildfires to human activity with the rest under investigation. Wildfire arson isn't exactly unknown. I've seen reports in previous years and this year, as we just went over, of people setting fires in order to get jobs fighting the fires. And of course, not every human-initiated wildfire is deliberate. Accidents from unattended campfires or cigarette butts that weren't quite extinguished are hardly uncommon, but Rednecks looking to get summer jobs at the local fire brigade don't seem like the type of bad actors that would possess this level of coordination. That leaves, as far as I can make out, three broad categories of perpetrators, a foreign state actor, the Canadian government itself, or non-state actors. A foreign state might be motivated by the intention to cause economic damage, but I find this somewhat unlikely. It doesn't seem like Russia or China's style. Damaging Canada's softwood lumber trade isn't likely to result in particular strategic advantage for them. An obvious candidate for non-state actor would be the eco-terrorist groups. Things like Extinction Rebellion, for example, might easily have concluded that Canada and other Western governments are not acting fast enough to shut down human activity and break the planet's fever. So why not give people a good scare, set a bunch of fires, and blame it on carbon? It's the sort of little white lie that zealots of their type can easily excuse to themselves. Would an eco-terrorist group really be capable of that level of coordination, though? We're talking a minimum of 100 people going to remote areas and setting fires all at once. Certainly, there are well more than 100 carbon cultists around the world, but that's a big difference between the levels of emotional buy-in that result in I should not eat meat and burn three three million hectares of forest. There's also the competence question. As a rule, fanaticism and professionalism are inversely correlated. Not always, but the combination of ability and zealotry is fairly rare. State actors tend to be much more capable of coordinated atrocity on a mass scale. And he goes on to point out things like the Nord Stream pipeline that they blew up and then lied about as evidence that, I mean, these people are not beyond causing ecological catastrophes, massive disasters uh, to progress some sort of political or ideological agenda. We're under attack. It's the American Journal with your host, 
Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The second hour of American Journal has begun. Still a lot to talk about. We'll take your calls throughout this hour as well. If you want to call in, the number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 we're taking your calls throughout this hour, and we'll be joined in the third hour by Ethan Schmidt. Talk about activism. Talk about, what does Antifa call it, direct action, something like that. Whatever. We, we have to couch our tactics in the phrases of the, the left because I guess that's how you get away with it. I don't know. It's all very confusing. So, yeah, we'll take your calls about any of these topics. We have a lot of videos to show you as well. In fact, let's move on to uh, Pride Month, the month of June. You know that there's something like 174 days every year that are dedicated to some form of Pride celebration. It's more than half the year, by the way. So more than, more than half our year has some sort of federal holiday related to homosexual love. Crazy. You got the entire month of June and then just like a couple days a week, like Trans Visibility Day, Homoerotic Forgiveness Day. Like who knows what they're coming up with, but it is our state religion at this point. It's ridiculous, just completely insane. You know, there's like a there's like a continuity between a lot of this like modern progressive, especially like sexualized uh, activity that takes place. Carl Benjamin, aka Sargon of Akkad, posted this, and I, to me, this just all sort of relates together. He says, "OnlyFans is a Faustian pact that ends with you giving your soul to Mistopheles." And it's this woman, big old, anyway, she says, uh, nothing can prepare you for the moment that you made an OnlyFans, that you made the OnlyFans money, but you still aren't happy, and now no man in the world is going to want you. See what happens. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You've got women that are unhappy with their lives for some reason. They're sold by the media and by social media and by corporations and by just the worst people in the world come to them like worm tongue in their ear and say, you know what will make you happy is if you get naked on the internet for strangers. They pay you a dollar and you reveal yourself to them. That will make you really happy. You'll have money then and then you'll be really happy. I guess they just like don't think this through. They do the thing. It doesn't make them happier actually, but it's irreversible. It's like you can't go back in time and undo what you've done. So – now from now on for the rest of your life you actually want to get a a decent man that is in support of this type of crap you either have to hide that from him have this like terrible secret that you hope he never finds out what you did when you were younger or you have to tell him and then he's going to be like oh i'm not interested in i'm not interested in somebody who's done that before and so you've you both haven't solved the problem you thought you were going to solve by believing the lie 
and you've ruined your prospects of actual happiness by making that decision. It's a common theme we see across liberalism these days. I see a very similar pattern when it comes to transgenderism. You got some autistic kid or some tomboy girl going through puberty, feeling uncomfortable because, I don't know, she's a girl in middle school, and she gets told by her teachers or the books in the library or the cartoon show she watches or stranger, strange men on TikTok seducing her into believing that actually she's transgender. The parents, bewildered and, and confused by this, are told by the doctors the crew just whipped that up. What, what is going on back there? <laughs> crew just whipped up this image of worm tongue whispering into the... Faster than you can take your panties off. I mean, faster than I came up with it. They're pulling this stuff out. All right. Uh, incredible stuff. Infowarsstore.com. I do, we got to keep this crew happy. What do we do without them? Um, but yeah, you've got them, you know, convincing, you know, some poor little girl that she is actually a man. And the parents are just like, what is happening? I've never heard of this. And the doctor is like, well, do you want your daughter to die? You, your daughter's going to die if you don't transition her right now. And the parents are like, what? Okay, fine. Yes, whatever we have to do, our poor girl. And then they like fall for the lie. And the girl like chops her breasts off and starts taking uh, puberty blockers. And it's an irreversible procedure that doesn't make her happy, actually. Gosh, who knew? It wasn't that she was born in the wrong body. It's not the reason she's sad. It's because it's a normal human behavior to be uncertain about yourself as you go through bodily change in a, in a vulnerable time period like you psychopaths you absolute sickening monsters you predators but they fall for it and they get the change and it's irreversible and it doesn't make them happier and you're left with a deformed disfigured body for the rest of your life and i guess the, the pharmaceutical companies make out like bandits so this gets promoted it's horrifying. It's depressing. It's happening constantly because these people are liars. These people are despicable, hateful liars that sell people deception that ruins their life. It doesn't solve the problem. And then they just move on and just leave just a, a trail of misery behind them as they get promoted by every corporation and every media outlet and every Democratic politician and every government in the Western world are promoting this satanic you know, Faustian agenda. Let's go now to some videos of these people that were fooled. I feel horribly sorry for all of these people. Uh, clip number three, people unhappy with the results of life-saving transition care sharing their stories. Let's watch. My name is Rory and I'm a detransitioner. I'm 23 years old and I'm about three months off of estrogen, which I took for four years. I was what you would have called true trans. I presented with dysphoria for most of my childhood um, into early adulthood. I had this very sudden, very strong realization that I was just denying my reality, and it quickly became untenable for me to continue taking hormones. things I wish I knew before I transitioned to male. One, that injecting myself with cross-sex hormones actually was harming and damaging my perfectly healthy body. Two, that changing my identity and changing my body wasn't actually going to heal the pain I had within myself. It was just an escape that created actually more trauma for me. Three, 
that it was okay to be a tomboy and not fit into society's beauty standards of what a woman was supposed to be like. That I was perfect the way I was and I didn't need to change myself. I started living as a female when I was 19 years old, had a sex change when I was 30 years old. Um, I've now been living as a woman for 28 years and I fully regret this. First off, my name is Renee Jacks and I'm an author. I've written eight books so far, three of them to do with transsexuality. I never had the full ability to have intercourse because the, the, the vagina that they make is so small. So these surgeries are nothing more than plastic surgery. The sex change didn't solve my discomfort. The doctors who are honest will say that the gender dysphoria is always there. It starts out being about your anatomy, but really what it's, you don't like yourself. myself time to really explore my feelings and detransition before I shared them with you. This is what I look like. This is what I sound like as an almost 30 year old man. This is what happens when you let people transition in adolescence before they've had a chance to grow up. Not just let, but pressure. The active pressuring of people to transition so they can preserve their femininity, which is what happened with me. I was told that if I allowed myself to age, that I would become masculine and that it would never be possible and that I would do it anyway and that I would be a more masculine transgender person like them. And so I made the choices that I thought were right for me at the time. I did it in secret from my parents. I take accountability for all my choices. But when is the trans community going to take accountability for theirs? For leading me down this path? She's evil. She's Satan. There's nothing more, nothing less. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick evil scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. 
You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to your calls here this second. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to Sorry. I knew I was going to do something here. Just continue with what we were talking about last time. Take your calls. If you want to call in, there still are some lines open. 1-877-789-2539. one 789 2539 Just showed the video of bunch of people who had been suckered into believing they were trans, convinced, seduced into making irreversible changes to their natural bodies because their you know discomfort or their you know lack of um, I don't want to say self-respect, but you know they're uncertain about themselves. They're in a weakened state right they're in a vulnerable state instead of people around them trying to help them with that trying to help them to have confidence in themselves and to understand this is just a phase that they're getting through instead you had the lgbtq plus mind virus like whatever this is whatever this community is like asking for apologies from this community it's like they did it on purpose they did this to you on purpose. They saw a vulnerable person, and this sort of is the dividing line between all of humanity. Like when you see a vulnerable person, is your instinct to want to protect that person, to build that person up, to make them stronger so they can stop being vulnerable, or is it to take advantage of that vulnerability to your own end, for your own gain? And it really sort of goes across the board, right? It's sort of the dividing line between like good people and bad people because you have to be able to put yourself in the mindset of the bad people even though it's repulsive to any decent person you got to understand that to the bad people it's like you deserve this because you're weak you deserve this because you're vulnerable if i'm taking advantage of you it's not because i'm a bad person it's because you're too stupid to stop me and it's just the way the world works. I'm smart because I figured that out. You're dumb because you didn't. Like, that's how they think. Whether it's just crime in general or like corruption at large. Right? People that run our country are just like sending us to war. I'm like, yeah, I'm lying. Yeah, I'm benefiting from this. Yeah, I'm fooling all of these people. But if they're dumb enough to be fooled, they deserve it. And I deserve it because I figured out how dumb they are. And it's just the way it works. And it's like a, it's a doggy dog sort of mindset where to them, they're like, I'm doing this to you because if it was the other way around, you'd do it to me. So really I'm, you know, I'm getting back at you for something that you didn't do. It's, it's a weird way of thinking, but it is the way they think. And it's almost like, I don't know. So like, this is their conception of like justice or something. I don't know what it is. But anyway, you've got all of these groups um, promoting this, supporting this, celebrating this, encouraging this, the medical community, some godforsaken reason going along with this, 
doctors being trained now to act like sex isn't a thing. Gender is somehow different. They're going to start giving pap smears to men. Like it just going for a pregnancy checkup with your beard, your male genitalia, and they have to act like that's a normal thing. They have to play along with it. Totally absurd. But the real absurd part is not that we have these psychopaths, these predators, and these just evil people running around. It's that conservatives think they're being good or nice by playing along, that we have to actually contribute to this somehow. Let's go now to clip number eight. Hey, maybe, maybe InfoWars isn't your thing, but you're still conservative. You're still a God-fearing, patriotic American. So maybe you go to Fox News to get your information. Well, here's what Fox News has to say about the topic. We highlight the story of Rylan Whittington, whose journey of transitioning at age five has been seen by seven million people in a family YouTube video. Brian Yenis has a story about that family that hopes their experience can help others. Watch here. If you saw me walking down the street, you wouldn't think anything different. 14-year-old Rylan Whittington is a typical yeah, your voice. Southern California <laughs> Yeah, but then you talk and your voice sort of gives the Andrew game away, doesn't it? Along with mom Hillary, dad Jeff, and sister Brinley are a typical family. Just your typical all-American transsexual family. Is what this family can mean to the tens of thousands of kids under 18 who identify as transgender. We put our story out there so people could... See that, like, there's be seduced into the lie that is going through what we're going through, or there's another family who's proud of who they are. Before who they are, could even you're not proud of who you are. Who you are is a girl, you freaking weirdo. Is a boy, you got to be proud of who you are by pretending to be something else again, just completely insane. That was Fox News, so that was Fox News participating in this lie, contributing to this just life ruining deception. That's happening across the globe. LGBTQ plus pride month. Like we're gotcha. still stuck in this idea of it was like the 90s and that like gay people are being beaten up in the street for simply loving who they want to love. And we have to defend them. It's like, no, dude, this it, being gay hasn't been an issue for my entire life. Will and Grace was on the air by the time I was old enough to watch TV. Like, is that your favorite show growing up? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a single second of that show, but I'm certainly Damn. aware I, of it. It's I certainly thought we were about deal. to become best friends, Harrison. <laughs> You're going to be the will to my grace. All right, let's go out to uh, to phone calls now. So, yeah, thanks, Fox News. Thanks. Well, you know, we, there's just going to be a time like shortly where it's just people that were tricked into being trans just like self-immolating in front of Fox News, just being like, you did this to me. Horrifying, absolutely horrifying. All we want is for people to be able to enjoy life without the constant harassment and discombobulation. They're just the confusion and deception taking advantage of their vulnerabilities that are very human and easily overcome. Incredible stuff. Let's go to Mike, who's in upstate New York. Mike, how you, how you breathing up there, buddy? Hey, how's it going, brother? Good. I uh, I just want to say Fox News is gay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would disagree. I think they're proud of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always kind of thought so, but I'm glad they're just telling us how, we, how they feel now. At least we can know it's true. Yeah. Incredible. Um, yeah, so I'm in upstate New York, and uh, 
nobody's wearing masks, man. Now that there's a real threat, I mean, there's no propaganda to tell them to put on the mask, so nobody's wearing masks. So, That's I mean, hilarious. Oh, now I have seen I have seen pictures of people in New York City wearing masks, but nobody around you is bothering. Even though it would actually probably be nice to wear a mask if there's smoke all around you, it actually would. That's cra- Yeah, that's totally crazy. People just could put on a mask and be like, "Oh, this is so much better," but they don't do it because they aren't told to do it. Yeah, it's like it's just funny. And hey, uh, also while I'm on the phone, do a shout out to Ethan Schmidt, um, Anti Maskers Club. Speaking of masks, um, I thought it was so funny. I've been following his content for a while now, and uh, when he when that video came out of him, uh, it was so funny to watch all the new truthers just say how he was like a controlled op and all this stuff. Hilarious. No, he's been, he, no, he's been around for for a very long time. That's yeah, that's very true. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks so much for the call, Mike. More of your calls on the other side. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits, and the Lancet Medical Journal admits, that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3's been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, wow, too many stories to get to. We'll go out to your calls as well. from the transgender stuff. I imagine it'll come up with um, Ethan Schmidt since sort of anti-LGBTQ activism is what he's all about. We'll figure out what he's all about. I really don't know him that well. I've seen his videos, but I want to I ask him what, uh, what, he, what he's really up to. We'll just quickly cover this story and then go out to your calls. This is another, another thing that, I mean, it would be an outrage if it was the only time this type of thing had happened, but it's increasingly becoming a trend. I feel like I should I'll do that for tomorrow, just go back over the last couple months and point out all of the examples of similar stories such as this. Former sheriff's deputy speaks out after jury finds her attacker not guilty. Ex-San Bernardino deputy speaks out. A Victoria, uh, Victorville man accused of attempted murder and assault with a firearm on a peace officer been found not guilty on both charges, despite cell phone video that showed the violent attack on a San Bernardino sheriff's deputy. I don't even know if I put that video in, did I? 
We have the video. It, it's like shot through the bushes, but it's incredibly brutal. Disbelief. I couldn't believe it, said Megan McCarthy, the deputy injured in the attack. I think it took a couple hours to actually hit me. The suspect, Ari Young, suffers from schizophrenia. He was found guilty of negligent discharge of a firearm, but the jury hung on three other charges, battery against a police officer, a peace officer, removal of an officer's firearm, and resisting arrest. The incident took place on September 4th, 2019 in Victorville. McCarthy was responding to a 911 call for a domestic disturbance. All the information, she says, quote, all the information that dispatch relayed to me was there was a woman on the phone saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, get my son out of here, said McCarthy. As I'm walking up to the front door of that house, I see the front door open. Out comes the male, the suspect, and the woman who I assume is the reporting party. She has a knife in her hand. She's on the phone with dispatch. I make it just onto the driveway, and he confronts me head on. He's very, very angry. He's very upset. His fists are clenched. I walk around behind him and put his hands at the small of his back. I tell him to relax. It's okay. Ask him what's going on. Just pat him down for weapons, and that set him off, and he began the assault, she continued. I don't even know if women should be police officers like this. This wouldn't have happened with a big, strong dude, but she's like a tiny woman. She's trying to by herself arrest a much bigger and stronger man is just i don't know i think you're sort of setting yourself up for trouble there in the first place but regardless video shot by a neighbor through an upstairs window appears to show young and mccarthy struggling as mccarthy falls to the ground there's a struggle over her firearm young is then able to remove the weapon from mccarthy i turn and run i run for the nearest cover i can find which is a bush i hear gunshots go off and i knew he was shooting at me other deputies arrived moments later, and a deputy involved shooting occurred. Young was shot several times and taken, to the hosp- taken by ambulance to the local hospital. And then the guy g- got off, basically. They basically said he's not guilty, even though he was definitely guilty. It's on video, him doing all of the things he was accused of, but he's not, uh, but he's not guilty, I guess. And the, their argument rests on claiming that the police officer was acting illegally. And again, th- this is just what our society does at this point. Like this is just sort of – it seems to be the purpose of our government at this point is just decent, lovely, reasonable people just really trying to do their best to live good lives and like protect themselves are just ruthlessly attacked and oppressed and – organized against while the just psychopaths who just like have never contributed anything positive to anyone ever in their lives just have like the full support and sympathy of everyone right you're some psychopath it's like trying to stab his mother and then when a when a cop comes and it's just like hey man what's going on you just like steal her gun and beat the crap out of her and try to shoot her and you know every system of power in this country is just like that poor man that poor man who was just innocently trying to beat up a policewoman and this evil policewoman who dared to what put the guy's hand behind his back that's literally the argument and her again you just just any decent person she's just like so basically they say you can't detain somebody just because you want to do an investigation Yes, you can. What are you talking about? The jury instruction that the court read to the jury is that if you want to detain somebody, you have to have reasonable suspicion they're engaged in criminal activity. They were called to this location because the guy was threatening like his mom or some woman. 
So they only found him guilty on negligent discharge of a firearm. But he was released. He was completely released because of time served. McCarthy maintained she was acting lawfully throughout the entire encounter. Quote, I was called to that house. I see a situation where there's a woman in such fear for her life that she's armed with a knife. I have every right to believe maybe he has a weapon. Maybe he's done something that she's in fear. I would be derelict in my duty if I didn't investigate. I can only do what I can do. I'm a human being. I tried to do my job to help this woman, and unfortunately the suspect's actions dictated the rest of what happened, which we all saw. And now the guy's let out. I'm sure he's going to go on to be a contributing member of society. I'm sure this was a really good thing for all of us that this psychopath just like beat the crap out of a policewoman, took her gun and shot it at her is back on the street. Thank you, society, for upholding justice once again. Completely insane. Completely, completely insane. But it's a trend. I mean, this isn't a one off. This is like what's happening now. Jasper Wu case charges reduced for suspects in toddlers slang still face stiff penalties. Basically, these two guys were having a shootout on a freeway, killed a two year old, killed a child. And now their uh, charge has been reduced. For whatever reason, 20, 23 month old Jasper. Is the kid's name. Just driving down the street with his mom. A bullet goes through his head. Now the people responsible, yeah, maybe they'll face uh, some years in prison. But this is the other thing. Basically, they're no longer facing the death penalty or life without parole. So what that means is they're going to still get life, but it'll be with parole. And who knows? Maybe there will be, uh, I don't know, some sort of like COVID pandemic two years from now. And these guys' names will be on the list. It's like, well, anybody who's eligible for parole, just let's let them out. that's what's happening these days so i don't know maybe i'm an extremist here i think if if some random stranger kills your two-year-old not only do i think that those people should be put to death i think you should get to do it and you should take as long as you want like i think at that at that point that person is abdicated they have um surrendered all of their rights all of them to living to, to not being tortured to death like that. You know, you killed a kid, so sorry, you're not a person anymore. You're an animal, and you're less than an animal. We're not allowed to torture animals. I think they should be tortured to death. I think that would stop a lot of crime from happening. I think it would give at least some semblance of um, closure to the person. I just, I just like to put myself in the position of these people. I have a two-year-old. If, uh, if anything happened to him, we're just driving down the street one day, and bullets start flying through our cars. And uh, he's taken from me forever. I, I mean, at this point, I don't know. Do you even go to the to law? Do you go to the justice system to try to get justice for this? Is that justice for these guys to just live off the state for the rest of time? I don't know. Seems to me like justice in this instance would be like breaking on the wheel or something like medieval style torture, where it's like scientifically sort of. Uh, Accurate to where, like, cause the most amount of pain, right? Because you don't want them to pass out. That's like cheating. I don't know. I, that's just me. I'm not calling for violence here or anything. I'm just saying, if it was me, being killed by the state would be a, a very merciful end to that person's life. 
I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine most iodine is bound to other elements you don't absorb it we have x3 all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body x3 is now back in stock at infowarstore.com it's being sold out for over six months for 25 percent off x3 back in stock take action now infowarstore.com you're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we go directly out to your phone calls now. You know, I, I haven't plugged once this, um, this whole show. It's so stupid of me because uh, obviously we're not going to be here if you don't go to InfoWarsStore.com. I like being able to talk about this stuff. I like being able to spread this news that no mainstream media will touch with a 10-foot pole and even alt media is hard-pressed to actually tell the truth about not us though we say just what's the truth what we believe it of course all comes from a place of love but sometimes love has to be brutal it's just the way it is so if you enjoy that this outlet exists the alex jones show the war room the american journal all of the great content creators at bandai video like Greg Reese and John Bown and Red Pill TV and, I mean, Matt Baker. I mean, my God, the number of people we have on that platform is incredible. All of it is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. If you're in uh, the Northeast right now, might I suggest you, you try out for yourself the Alexa Pure Breeze? Might I suggest that you have a high-quality, extremely powerful air filter to clean out your air just in case? I mean, just in case something happens. Seriously, uh, it would help. It would help, wouldn't it? Not breathing in the, not just the smoke from the wildfires, but then the chemicals that they spray on that in order to stop it. Make sure to get your Alex Pure Breeze today. And of course, uh, Survival Shield X3 will be off, uh, out of sale. Like It won't be on sale anymore, probably later today. So go now. If you want to get Survival Shield X3, now is the time. Do not wait. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get the massive discount, 25% off on Survival Shield X3, your very, very last chance to get 
that savings. Stock up while you can. We're just going to have phone calls this segment. We'll be joined by Ethan Schmidt in the next. Let's go first to John in Ontario. You have an alternate explanation as to why these fires started. I'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm open to suggestions here. John, thanks for calling in. All right. Hey, Harrison and all the info warriors out there. I hope you're all doing great. Just before I get into that, I just want to say I was I was in my cupboard. You know, like sometimes you put some pair of pants on and you find like 20 bucks in there you didn't know you had. And you're like, oh, man, this is awesome. I, went, I opened my cupboard door and I had two bottles, full bottles of X2 in my cupboard. And I was like, man, this is, this is like find a hundred dollars. This is great. <laughs> it's like it's like Christmas, Christmas in June. That's that's very nice. Very, <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah, maybe maybe you have little Infowars elves dropping things off for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, a different perspective is for me. Like, I know, like we look at this video footage and we see like this. This can't be. This is not the temperature. This happened in the morning. It's not too hot. It's not. Things aren't happening in some natural way, so it's an unnatural thing. And um, but to me, it's like this is the Northeast in Canada here, the Quebec and and the Eastern Coast. They're all like pro Trudeau. They voted him in. Basically, they got him in uh, back in even after we found out about all his corruption and all the stuff he was doing. So it doesn't make sense to me that you know even other nations would attack that specific part of the country or that our own government did it, um, maybe arsonists, but why would they attack their own their own territory? These are their strongholds in terms of politics. To me, you know, I see uh, it says the way a transgressor is hard in the Bible. I think it's like a judgment thing. I think this, this unnatural thing, like it might be judgment through, you know, like God tempted David, through the devil, it says in First Kings. So it, it's it's like it's happening still through the system. But there, there's a reason this is happening. These people have completely denied our nation from having a, a proper leaders. Hmm. Interesting. I hadn't thought about. I hadn't thought about supernatural retribution. I, I, I hadn't. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe maybe there's something to it. Uh, interesting. Interesting take on that. John, I mean, clearly yeah. something's happening here. F- final thoughts? Well, for sure. I mean, there are a lot of stuff, things going on we don't know. I, I'm sure most people don't know that in 2018, hundreds of stars disappeared from the sky. And, you know, no supernovas, no like blah, 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 and all from different parts of the sky. Just boom, one day they were there, one day they're gone. The the, the vanishing of these stars is, it says there'll be signs of the heavens, signs of the earth. It's, you know, the, Jesus talked about "quote unquote" climate change because he said all the Earth is going to go crazy at the time towards the end, the end times, the final generation. So we see these signs happening, and NASA's explanation for those disappearing stars was that oh, it, it was alien aliens are obscuring the stars. That's what they literally said. That this is an official NASA explanation. But we know something else is going on. It says Revelation twelve that the place of the fallen angels will be taken out of heaven, and the place is the stars. So those stars disappear. They're gone. It's the Revelation 12 sign fulfilled. And uh, yeah, so that's how I see it. Okay. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that, but kind of creepy. I'm looking into it now. Uh, Interesting stuff. All right. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Fascinating. Thank you for that call, John. You you might've sent me down a rabbit hole a little bit later. Uh, Well, this is different. There's a sky glow, which is just like artificial light, you know, obscures the stars, but um no, but there's others like some of the universe's stars have gone missing 
That's an article from space.com. I don't know. Other people tell me space is fake and gay, so uh, I guess we'll have to get to the bottom of that. Let's go to uh, Fed Up in Nova Scotia. You have friends that are losing homes in the fires. Uh, thanks for calling in. Fed Up, you're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Um, I really appreciate you taking my call. I am so fed up because, uh, and just listening to you, the guy that just called is just like, uh, really makes me angry because this is definitely new world order terrorism. It's These were orchestrated fires. They were engineered. Um, I'm going to read you uh, two two posts that were um, on my Facebook, uh, just proving that these were set. They were... Um, uh, basically kept going, and they kept the people away. The road, uh, the 103 here in Nova Scotia is still closed, and you have to be escorted uh, to get to one place to the uh, to, to another. Okay, go ahead and um, read those ones for us. I'd, I'd like to see that. Yeah, so one of them is, it says, my group of men experienced the same on the Shelburne side. Two vehicles arrived from Cape Breton with DNR workers. They arrived in an SUV and a car, not even a truck. But the thing is, they had no gear with them, no firefighting equipment, they were told that there was a flare-up, and they said that they would take a walk and and look and make make it look like they were doing something. Off they went with nothing in hands, no shovel, no hose, no nothing. During the day, this is supposed to be their jurisdiction. I'm so thankful that these men have taken this into their own hands. These volunteers have had to fight this on their own. And here's another one. Uh, our experience on the Shelburne side on the, of the fire was the same. Just spoke to Kevin. There are no Department of Lands on, and Forestry employees on the ground fighting fires at the Ingomar Harbor and Gunning Cove Fire Department. Not one. They drove around in their vehicles and tell the volunteers what to do. They are not listening to them. If they did, houses would have, would have been saved or not, would not have been lost. It is so bad that men are rigging, this, and when I say men, these are the local people, are rigging up large bait boxes on the back of their personal trucks, filling them up and hooking, hooking them, uh, where does it say, hooking, hooking up pumps to put out the fires around their own homes and along the roadside. Four DNR staff were sitting on the tailgate of a truck, no firefighting gear on as a fire was behind one of them. So they're just sitting there. It's, it's a controlled burn. These are like drills gone live, where they had a fire drill, and then they some, you know, and then they just let them burn. And uh, where, where I'm at, twenty thousand people were evacuated. They weren't allowed to go back to their homes, and then they just let stuff burn. And uh, a lot of the locals were just trying to take to save their own homes, but they had to go through the woods uh, around where these uh, checkpoints were, and there's still checkpoints everywhere, um, so they could try to get to their houses and and keep them from burning. Wow. So um, it's a land grab. It's this is definitely, you know, uh, God has nothing to do with this, uh, other than trying to save us. And but God didn't set these. These were not because of, uh, you know. So basically, what you're saying. I mean, this is reminding me of we had a caller from New Mexico back when the New Mexico wildfires were burning, and he was saying exactly the same thing. He was he was a native guy, and he was like, "We know the back trail, so we're able to get around the roadblocks." But basically, yeah, if they if they had followed the orders of the authorities and not you know returned to their house, their house would have burned. But they were able to get back and and save it. So you've got the government not doing anything to to fight the fires. But they are setting up roadblocks and preventing the citizens themselves from going in and fighting the fires. That's 
insane, but it, it, exa- it sounds exactly like the uh, uh, New Mexico citizen that called us last year about the fires that were a prescribed burn that got out of hand, as reported by everybody and, and admitted by the investigators. So yeah, well, I don't. I, don't, when I, I mean, I, I think these were deliberately set, especially yeah. the ones in Quebec where all they all came out at the same time. But the ones here in Nova Scotia were, were you know, one here, one there, and then all of a sudden there's like ten, fifteen, and then they were out of control. Um, but uh, there's a, a YouTube video that you need to post. It says Nova Scotia massive forest fires. What you weren't told while your homes were burning down. Interesting. Okay, we'll we'll grab that, man. If anybody's on the, I mean. You've got a cell phone. You've got to capture this on video because, I mean, that could set the whole narrative. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison. And there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com.